0: You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Far and Away by Lisa on Gossamer. Rating Mature, Part 5. Lightning strikes, maybe once, maybe twice, and it all comes down to you. Scully told Chris she was going to visit a friend out of town. She didn't give him any details and was unsure if he believed her, but wasn't ready to explain Mulder to him just yet. Chris was disappointed because it was another weekend without her, again. It was either work or something else. He still thought she was keeping something about her personal life from him. Scully called Mulder on her cell phone 10 minutes before she arrived at his apartment. She was anxious walking down the hallway to his door. Mulder opened the door after she knocked only once. She looked great, dressed in jeans and a dark shirt. So casual, so different. Hi, she mumbled, walking into his apartment after all these months. How was your flight, Mulder asked. Okay, I guess. Scully sat down on the couch, looking up at him. These exchanges of pleasantries weren't going to make what she had to say come any easier. Just prolong it. For the first time, Mulder was uncomfortable in her presence. He felt like he had done something wrong, and she was about to punish him for it. Sitting down on the opposite side of the couch, he waited for her to say something. Mulder, she began. I met someone in Atlanta that I care about. He... Scully, you don't have to do this, Mulder interrupted, fearing she was going to embarrass herself. No, Mulder. I need to tell you this. Her voice was shaky as if she was going to cry any minute. It could lead to something permanent, Scully paused, looking down at the floor. But I need to know if I wasn't leaving, would we have made love that night? I don't know, Mulder answered. I've been asking myself the same thing, Scully. What do you mean you don't know? She tried not to get upset. I need a better answer than that. So it was just your way of saying goodbye, Mulder? Is that it? No, no, Mulder said. You left me, Scully. No, I left the X-Files, she snapped. The X-Files is my life, Scully, he stated. You should know that by now. That's not the issue. If I wasn't leaving the Bureau, would we have spent the night together? Was this your way of trying to get me to stay? She accused. I didn't have an ulterior motive, Scully. I was having a hard time accepting that you were leaving, he confessed. Was it just going to be one night, Mulder? No, of course not. So there could have been something more between us. Yes, there could be, Mulder told her. But it's too late. Scully got up from the couch, turning her back to him. You're with her now, Agent Valley. No, I'm not, he responded. It didn't work out. Scully, look at me. She ignored his request, happy to hear that they were no longer together. How long did it go on? I mean, were you involved with her when we... Mulder touched her hand. No, Scully, no. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't hurt you like that. I didn't think so, but I wasn't sure. Mulder noticed she looked like she was going to collapse any minute from emotional exhaustion. From all this, she had been holding in her all this time they were apart. He held her close, stroking her hair soothingly. It sounded like she said, I missed you, but he couldn't tell through her tears. Scully wrapped her arms around his waist tightly. This is what she was missing. They never had time to begin a relationship. This felt much different than Chris hugging her. Had more passion. More need to it. Like the night they made love. She thought about that so much before she met Chris. How good it felt to have Mulder's mouth on her skin. His lips on her neck. Her breasts. Leaving a trail of wetness on her flushed skin. Felt so good. So good. She held him tighter as those memories came flooding back. Mulder pressed his lips against her neck. She tilted her head to give him better access as his mouth continued its journey down her throat they were getting carried away and scully hadn't even finished what she wanted to tell him Mulder, wait i need to sorry he moved away sitting back down on the couch i'm sorry about chris scully said the guy you met yes what about us scully Mulder asked there's still something between us look what just happened There always was, Mulder. This part is just new, more intense, she claimed. Mulder nodded. I know. I'm going to have to make a choice. Scully, if you want to be with this guy and you care about him, I'll understand. You deserve that. You more than anyone deserve to have a normal life. You should be with him, Mulder said. Not here with me, he added. Scully was touched by his words. I don't know what to do, she admitted. I just don't know. She sat down next to him. He pulled her into his arms. They held each other for a long time. Scully ended up spending the night at Mulder's place. She filled him in about her job at the CDC and how much she enjoyed the work and her coworkers and friends. Exhausted, she fell asleep with him on the couch. Scully didn't say much about Chris, knowing Mulder wouldn't want to hear about her lover. However, he told her again that he would understand whatever decision she ended up making. She was more confused than ever. Mulder cared about her and wanted to continue where they left off almost a year ago. But it would have been a long-distance relationship. Could they do that? It was hard making time for Chris with her work, and they were in the same state. It seems all we've been saying to each other is goodbye, Mulder commented when she was about to leave for the airport. I know. I'll call you when I get in, she promised. Mulder kissed her softly. I miss you already, he whispered. This was just like before. Goodbye, she breathed. What's bothering you? Chris asked as they sat down to dinner at Scully's place. She'd been withdrawing from him emotionally, and he feared this was the beginning of the end, unless things improved drastically. Nothing. Why? She asked. It had almost been three weeks since she got back from seeing Mulder. She still didn't know what to do. But she missed Mulder so much. Missed talking with him. That us-against-the-world thing they had going on. She even missed arguing with him. Are you seeing someone else? What's that supposed to mean? Scully didn't expect him to accuse her of being unfaithful. You've been preoccupied these past days, and I wish you would tell me what it was about, Chris explained. That friend I told you I was going to see, it was Mulder, she admitted. I had to talk with him about something. Is there something going on between the two of you? Scully suddenly lost her appetite and left the table. I don't know. Not really. That's not an answer, Chris replied, following her into the living room. It's hard to explain. We've been through so much together. Scully didn't know how Chris was going to understand this. Are you sleeping with him, Dana? No, she said. He said there could be something between us. That's great, Chris muttered. I thought you left that job because you wanted to change. Maybe he's just saying that so you will come back. No, he wouldn't do that. Chris shook his head. I don't know, Dana. He might. No, he wouldn't. You don't even know him. So how can you stand there and judge him? Scully didn't want to fight with him. Didn't want it to happen this way. Mulder and I have a history together. We've known each other for seven years. We've been through so much, she cried. You couldn't possibly understand. Thanks for your faith in me, he pointed out. Thanks. Chris walked to the door. No, wait. I'll make this decision easier for you. I'm leaving. Goodbye, Dana. Chris slammed the door. Scully tried unsuccessfully to reach Chris for two days. She left too many messages on his machine asking him to call her anytime, day or night. Robin already knew about what happened when she went to see Mulder. But now Scully called her, telling her about Chris. I didn't want it to be like this, Scully said. Him mad at me, leaving angry. Breakups are never easy, Robin commented. How did you expect him to react? I don't know. I guess it's really over now, Scully admitted. Did you tell Mulder, she asked? No, not yet. I was going to tell him in person, Scully replied. I want to go see him so much. I miss him. Then go. Surprise him. Surprise him? Get on a plane. You could be at his place in a few hours, Robin encouraged. Here's what you should do. Take a late flight and, well, wait, do you have a key to his apartment? Yes. Good. Then sneak into his place and crawl into bed with him, preferably with little or no clothes on and... Robin, I can't do that. That's not me. He knows I wouldn't do something like that. That's exactly why you should do it, Robin stressed. I don't know. Think about it, Robin said. I have to go. See you later. Okay, bye. Scully thought about her friend's advice and decided she was going to do it. Be spontaneous. She was about ready to leave for the airport when someone was at the door. Chris! Scully was surprised. He was the last person she expected to see. He walked in, seeing her suitcase on the floor, ready to go. You're going to see him. He made it sound like she was committing a crime. Yes, I am, she replied. I left you messages. I didn't think you'd call back. I was angry at you. I didn't know how deeply attached you were to this man. I can see in your eyes. It must have been hard for you to move down here. Chris didn't want to be angry with Dana, but it was hard losing her. I guess I came over to say goodbye and... Scully interrupted him with a hug. Goodbye, she said softly. Be good, he returned the hug, letting his arms linger around her one last time. Mulder's apartment, Alexandria, Virginia. Scully couldn't believe she was doing this. It was almost one o'clock in the morning and she was sneaking into Mulder's apartment as quietly as possible. Saying her suitcase down in the foyer, she found him asleep on the couch. Big surprise. She kissed him gently on the forehead and sat beside him, taking off her coat and kicking her shoes off. Scully felt too uncomfortable to start undressing. Sorry, Robin, she thought to herself. I just can't go through with it. Mulder stirred, opening his eyes. Am I dreaming, he mumbled. No, I'm really here, she answered, kissing him again. Mulder pulled her on top of him, returning her kisses much more passionately. Are you sure it's not a dream, he reiterated, because I want you to be here in the morning. He ran his hands up and down her back, caressing it through her shirt. Not here. In the bedroom. You'll have to show me. I've never been there, Scully remarked, reaching for his hand. They walked down a small dark hallway, and he flipped the lights on. Sorry, it's a little messy. Mulder swiped a bunch of papers and half-empty boxes onto the floor. Scully noticed how spartan the room looked. Besides the bed, there was a dresser and a closet, but that was all the furniture. His clothes were either in the closet or strewn all over the floor. His bed looked like it hadn't been slept in in weeks. He apologized for the state of his bedroom, but it didn't matter to Scully. Mulder, it's okay, she soothed, running her hand over his arm. It's okay. Turning to her, he began kissing her, not believing she was really here with him. His hands worked on the buttons of her shirt and then slipped it off her shoulders. Mulder, she said softly as he worked on sliding her pants over her hips and off her body until she was standing there in her bra and panties. He whispered her name and she leaned closer as he drew her onto the bed with him. Mulder's hands and lips were all over her, making her gasp and moan, tingling her hands in his hair. Scully pressed her body closer to him until she felt her skin against his. She wanted nothing more than his body on top of hers, pressing it down onto the mattress, making her forget everything but the two of them. Mulder's body inside of hers. All through this, Mulder kept thinking she chose me. Scully wants to be with me. This beautiful woman who could have anything. She wants me. He felt her hands pulling him close, her soft small body against his. Mulder wanted nothing more than to be inside of her. Scully snuggled close to him afterwards, feeling complete, satisfied, quenched you're here you're really here Mulder murmured relief tinged in his words yes I can't believe it either she answered you're here he whispered here Mulder wrapped his arms around her waist from behind Scully felt his lips against her ear his ragged breaths next to her skin she closed her eyes listening to the sound of his whispered words feeling more content than she had been in a very long time They continued to see each other almost every weekend for close to three months. Neither of them had said anything about the distance, fearing it would take the passion out of the affair they were having. Sometimes they would stay in all weekend, savoring their precious time together. It was never long enough. Scully didn't want to leave on Sunday and Friday couldn't come soon enough. One weekend, Mulder said something unusual to her. Scully, do you ever think about just leaving your life for good? What do you mean? I'm not sure I understand. They were in his bedroom getting ready for bed. Just going away where no one would find you. Starting over as someone else. Reinventing yourself as someone you hoped to be when you were young, he explained. No, that sounds lonely, Mulder. I have. Many times, he confessed. But not anymore. Why, Scully asked. Unless you come with me. I don't want to be without you, he answered. Scully didn't expect that. She turned to face him, his words touching her heart. Mulder stepped closer to her. She was leaning against his bed, dressed in her pajama top. He ran his hands up her thighs, raising the shirt. Kneeling down, he pressed his lips against her stomach, just above the lace on her panties. She gasped as his mouth moved lower. Mulder, she moaned. The next morning, Scully found a memo on Mulder's kitchen table. It was from Skinner, informing him of the closing of the X-Files, dated three weeks ago. Apparently, Agent Fowley had taken a position overseas, profiling terrorists, similar to her old job. Scully surmised from the letter that Mulder was not allowed to work on the X-Files unsupervised. He had been reassigned to the violence crimes section. Scully felt a wave of guilt wash over her. She wasn't here, so the X-Files were shut down again. If she had stayed with the FBI, they could still be investigating them. Mulder must blame her for their recent shutdown. Good morning, Mulder greeted her with a gentle kiss on the cheek. She was sitting at the kitchen table. Do you want some coffee? Mulder obviously didn't realize what her attention was focused on. Why didn't you tell me about this? What? Oh, that, he replied. Never came up. Mulder, the X Files have been shut down. I know. I'm back in the VCS, he commented. Don't be flippant, Scully answered. I'm sorry. I've been thinking of coming back. Now I need to, definitely. No, you don't, Scully. You have a job. I'm fine. Mulder sat down next to her. Mulder, who told me the X Files was his life? She reminded him. See, this is why I didn't want to tell you. I don't want you to do this, he answered. I know how much you love your work. You've told me. We're wrapping up something now. I could be here in a couple of weeks, a month tops. No, don't. Mulder, I don't understand. We could see each other every day. Be with each other all the time. Aren't you getting tired of this long-distance relationship? It's not too bad, he replied. We see each other enough. Damn it, Mulder. Where the hell is this coming from? Scully walked over to him. Scully, you love your work. I don't want you to give that up for me, he stated. Scully couldn't be happy knowing the X-Files were taken away from him. Mulder can be happy with his life's work gone. She cared for him too much. I love you more than the work, Mulder, she cried. I love you more, much more. She closed her eyes, letting the tears fall down her cheeks. Scully, Mulder held her tightly. I love you too. I want you back here with me. I need you. CDC Headquarters, Atlanta, Georgia. Scully had turned her notice in to her supervisors that she was leaving. Before she did so, she called Skinner and told him she would like to come back and made sure the X-Files would be reopened, contingent on her status as an FBI employee. She wanted to be sure they would both be able to work on them together, like before. I'm going to miss you, Dana, Robin told her. It was the end of Scully's last day here at work. Me too, Scully said. We'll keep in touch. Calls, letters, email. I know, but it won't be the same, Robin admitted. I can tell you're happier since you made this decision. I am. I'll miss it here, but I want to be back with Mulder. Like before, Scully remarked. Then it was good you took this job. It was a test in a way to see if the two of you could be apart, she pointed out. Now you know he's the one you're meant to be with. Scully smiled and hugged her friend goodbye. FBI Headquarters, Washington, D.C. Scully made her way down the stairs to the basement. She was dressed in not her usual dark attire, but a deep purple dress that reached just above her ankles. Her badge clipped to the lapel. It felt good to be back here. She just got back to town last night and was staying at a hotel since she didn't have a place to live yet, but confident she could persuade Mulder into letting her stay with him for a while. Mulder's door was partially opened and she pushed it open all the way. He looked up from the desk and smiled at her. I hear you're looking for a partner, she said. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember... The stories are out there.